We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is Season 2, Episode 10 for March 8th, 2021. And today, our feature topic is the changes coming to Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary. This is kind of a follow-up, Part 2, if you will, of what we talked about when it was just Sophie and I back on January 4th. We talked about Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, and this is going to take us a little bit beyond that because Disney has released a lot of information about the different stuff that they're working on, including dates, which is always important. But just like every week, we first have some cheddar from the Big Cheese, and we have a lot of cheddar. I... um. I kept writing and writing and writing when I was filling this all out and it just kept going. So hopefully you all listen and listen well and don't turn me off. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to stick around, stick around for hearing Brenda and Sophie talk, not me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> anyway, starting us off over at Disneyland, which, you know, by the way, they're still closed. And they're coming up on their one-year anniversary of being closed. Um, but on March 13th, so a week, or this coming Saturday, I should say, there is going to be a reopen Disneyland rally. It will start at 8 a.m. outside of the Disneyland Resort. And um, the safety guidelines are going to be followed. So no one gets into any sort of issues. They're including masks on at all times. Six feet social distancing, sanitizing hands frequently, and on and on. So if you are in the area and you want to support the cast members, because this really is coming down, it's more 
It's more about supporting the cast members who are, you know, haven't been working for a year um, and the small businesses in that area. So if you want to support them, then consider going to it. It's going to be at 8 a.m. on March 13th. Yeah, I would I would be going to it if I could, but unfortunately I can't. Yeah. Yeah, we're a little far. Yeah, it's personally I think it's getting a little ridiculous how long it stayed closed, but that's just me. Anyway, and moving on to what I have, as we reported back on December 28th in our podcast, looking ahead to 2021, Blizzard Beach reopened yesterday, March 7th, looking at the website, one-day tickets for Blizzard Beach run just $69, so if you are interested, the pricing isn't terrible for a day of water park fun. Blizzard Beach was open yesterday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah, so, you know, that's, what is that? That's about $10 an hour if you factor Mm -hmm. that in. So if you make a full day of it, then, you know, that's, to me, that's like going to a movie, but going to see a movie every, you know, every hour. So, yeah. And the weather's been in the 80s. So it's, it's nice and comfortable. Yeah. It's not 100 degrees. It's a good yeah. time to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, over on Instagram, Zach Ridley shared a video and some images of the nighttime lighting of the main entrance plaza for Epcot. And it includes imagery of Spaceship Earth, and it is cool looking. So go and check that out. The link for that will be down in the show notes. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to touch on this quite a bit in uh, talking about the changes and yeah. talking about Epcot. So um, so it really is kind of cool, all the stuff they've done over at Epcot. So, and our doing. Yeah, the growing pains are paying off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yep. Oh, sorry. I was distracted. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing research. Leave me alone. I was I was looking on the Instagram page. <laughs> anyway, the Flower and Garden Festival has also started last week on March 3rd, and there is some really awesome merch to go with it. It looks like there are four main themes to the merchandise. There is the Hello Sunshine featuring the iconic Orange Bird. There is Grow Imagination featuring Figment. Grow Kindness featuring Minnie Mouse, who was also the face of the Food and Wine Festival last year. And I have some of her merch as well. And the You Can Dig It featuring Mickey. And oh, it looks like there are actually five because there's Cool As Can Be. Featuring Spike the Bee, and that, for those of you who don't know about the Orange Bird and Spike the Bee, those are sippers that you can find around Epcot. Spike the Bee can be found over at the outpost between China and Germany, and the Orange Bird can be found over right before you get to the Canada Pavilion. Yeah. Great. And, um, yeah, I didn't see the Spike the B stuff until at the end. So sorry, I, I typed wrong. I, I generally, I'm the one who comes up with the, with the um, cheddar. So everyone listening in knows that I'm the one who makes those mistakes. <laughs> oh my goodness. You do a great job, Mike. Yeah. 
And continuing on in um, the Flower and Garden Festival, I actually saw that the Extravaganza Scavenger Hunt is returning to Epcot starting on March 19th. So the way this works, you purchase a map for $7.99 plus tax. And all throughout, um, I think, is, is it just World Showcase? I think it's World Showcase only. There are hidden eggs that have um, paintings of different Disney characters. Some of them are inside pavilions. Some of them are outside. And when you find, you know, when you see one, you mark in your little map you know the where you found it and then when you find them all you return the map and you get a surprise they call it a spectacular surprise and i have no idea what that surprise is and i also read that sometimes the eggs get moved around so if you find them the first time that might not be where it is the second oh time. cute <laughs> so that's a good way I to think keep that's people really on their cool. i think that would be a lot of fun you know Especially I think with it Easter would coming, too. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Keep everybody interested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lastly, over at the Imagination Pavilion, you can find creatively placed fountains. They're known as the jumping fountains because they jump from one to another periodically. And since March 2020, um, they've not been working, but last week they started working again. It's a small detail and easily overlooked, but if you're looking for a place to just relax for a bit, this little section might be just the spot for you. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have kids that need a break. Yes. It's um, near the exit from when you're seeing the Pixar show over at the Imagination Pavilion. Yeah, nice so, big area over there. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat. So might be a place to just unwind a little bit. Yeah, and, that's the best thing about Epcot is it's so spread out. Even when it's yeah. crowded, you'd never feel crowded. It's it's just a great park. Yeah, yeah. it really is. And um, just a reminder, remember we've got our Facebook group. We have our YouTube channel, which if you're watching us on YouTube, then you know about our channel. Please like and subscribe mm-hmm. to our channel. Um, we're on Instagram. On the road with Mickey, search for us on there. And we have email and we have voicemail. And all of those ways of contacting us are in the show notes. So that concludes our cheddar from the big cheese. And that brings us to our feature topic the changes coming to Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary. So, um, who wants to start us off? First, we're going to talk about when the actual anniversary is who wants to kind of highlight on when that is and when it's happening i wouldn't mind starting us off all right okay go for it sophie all right so for those of you who are not aware the anniversary officially is on october 1st and 2021 will be the 50th anniversary of the opening of Walt Disney World with the first park that is Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And Disney has announced that the celebration of the 50th anniversary will begin on that October 1st date, but it will be continuing for 18 months. This is big news because it means that the celebration will continue for a good while just like Disneyland's Diamond Anniversary did. 
So mm -hmm. those that can't get to Walt Disney World right then will still have an opportunity to celebrate in the future. If Disney sticks to the 18th month timeline, that would be that would take the celebration until March 20, not 20, 31st of 2023. Yeah. So yeah, long that's, time. Good that's long time. a long time for people, especially those that are overseas and can't travel to the United States. It gives them a lot of time for things to even out and things to get back to normal and then to be able to make their trips over. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's cool. And I know, you know, it's the 50th anniversary for 18 months, but it is what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So. You know, in looking at all that, um, is there anything else on that section, Sophie? No, that is it. It's just talking about the dates. Okay. Um, well, you know, we talked about when, you know, I keep mentioning the episode Sophie and I did on January 4th, and we talked about some of the things that we were interested in, you know, like like experiencing the attractions at the Magic Kingdom and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um but right now, the main changes for Walt Disney World, at least from my eyes, and correct me, correct me, ladies, if I'm wrong, but it seems to me like the main changes are happening at Epcot. Yes, I would agree with that. A lot more changes are happening at Epcot, that's for sure. Yeah. So I thought that we could go down and talk about some of those changes that are happening at Epcot. And then, um, and then just go from there. Um, and one yeah. of the things that I think is really cool is the changes that are happening right as you get to the park at the main entrance. Um, I think, you know, it's funny how it's, you're not even in the park yet or not really in the park, mm -hmm. but, you know, despite that, it just, that change of how they've changed the main entrance is really, it, it almost like sets the stage for their whole day at Epcot. Don't you think, Brenda? Yeah, I agree totally. Yes. So, so some of the changes include um, a change in the music. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, I was listening to it because um, I saw the, the link for it, the YouTube um, area loop. And it's the entrance area loop. Um, and it's like it, man, almost an hour. So I just had it playing in the background while I was working. Nice. And, and it's, you know, it's uplifting. It's energizing. It kind of reminds me in some ways of like the music from Soren. Um, hmm. You know, it, it just kind of. It just grabs got your my, heart, doesn't it? Yeah, and it got my blood my blood pumping, you know? <laughs> so Aww. so we, we've included um, a link for that YouTube. If you want to listen to it at home, um, there's a link in the show notes. Um, so. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yep. Um, some of the other things, um, and if you guys want to pick up on any of this, please feel free to to take over and otherwise I'll keep talking. Um, but um, one of the things that's kind of neat is that there's a ribbon of light called the light ribbon. That's oh, a creative term. Yeah, right? I've seen, 
Um, and I, I have a picture that I grabbed um, that I saw over at the Disney Tourist blog. And mm-hmm. um, and it's a really cool shot that he took. Um, but some information from Imagineering is that um, the light ribbon is more than four football fields long. So that's over 400 yards. And it has been present since opening day. So since 1982. But it was originally lit by hundreds of fluorescent tubes in solid colors. Now it's been updated with high energy efficient programmable LED lighting with nearly 3,000 individually controlled points of light that blend together to create color gradients and patterns. And I just changed my background to it. Oh, nice. (laughs) There you go. Good idea. YouTube watchers need to notice that. It looks beautiful. That's a gorgeous picture. Oh, yeah. This is it. It's a wonderful picture. I love it. And then, as you see in the background, there's also a series of flagpoles. And Mm -hmm. there's 12 flagpoles in all. And right now, the six mirror each other. The six represent the um, the flags of well, like the origins of Epcot, and um, and then I think the other six are going to be kind of like the future of Epcot, and um, it's going to incorporate some of the stuff from the new neighborhoods and and other things, different attractions and so forth. So it'll be interesting to see what happens of it, but but it's kind of cool just to just to see how how that and and this and it's not one the thing i like about it is it's not one thing that is making up the entrance to epcot it's like all these elements are working together to really make the entrance just kind of mm-hmm. stand out and um and you know we haven't even talked about other than one one time a few few weeks back we talked about the new fountain Hang on, I'm trying. I know it's somewhere in this picture. I'm trying to yeah. show it. It's the blue section right there between the flagpoles. Uh-huh. Um, right, right there, I think. Yeah, um, and that fountain is really cool. And and I've seen videos of you know like Facebook Live and so forth. If you haven't, just kind of yeah, it yeah, Epcot really fountain. Neat. It is really neat. It is so, so. pretty. Yeah, and all that and all that just combines together to really make a nice welcoming entrance, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it looks epic to say the uh, least. Yeah. Looks beautiful for sure. Okay. So who wants to talk some? Miss <laughs> Brenda, you you have been kind of quiet, I will admit. Why don't why don't you talk about the four neighborhoods that we have? Well, the four neighborhoods um, in World Showcase, there's um, where Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and um, Harmonious Fireworks Show will be over there in World Showcase. It's coming. Yeah. Um, I wish they would announce the opening date, but we're waiting. We're waiting. I can't wait because my one of my guests that I planned a trip for to Paris has already ridden Remy's over there and she said it was so cute and I'm really excited about writing it so I keep waiting for them to say when I'm sure it's going to open by October 1st you guys agree 
I do yeah. agree. Yes, I, I definitely uh, agree. I hope. Um, I mean, another you would think it would be in the summer at the latest. Yeah, oh, yes, because it's it looks ready. I think they're just teasing us. <laughs> yeah, and and I keep seeing every now and again, I'll see some video come across where there someone was staying at um, Riviera or somewhere, and they were testing Harmonious. You know. Yeah, yeah, they've been you know? testing it. Even when I was there in December, they had been testing it. So I'm I hoping gotta, I'm going to be there May 30th to June 5th, and I'm hoping it's going to be open for for that. If so, then I'll video it. There you go. That would you be know, awesome. You never know. I hope so. Yeah. Another neighborhood is the World Discovery and uh, the Epcot of Tomorrow and Odyssey Events Pavilions will be there. Yeah, and the, and that is actually already there. The the World Discovery is what is it like? Future World West East? I don't remember which it um, is. But the Odyssey P Events Pavilion is already there, and Sophie dragged me into there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and she was like, "Daddy, you have got to see this." And it, and did you see it, Brenda? I saw it when I was there. I ab mm -hmm. I happened to uh, my it. jaw. They had to <laughs> crank it up off the floor. It was so fantastic. That's exactly and, how I was when Aunt Sheila showed it to me. And if for everyone who hasn't seen it, maybe go Google it or search on YouTube for Epcot of Tomorrow. Um, because it is really, really, really good. And it's almost like, you know, it's an attraction, but it's just like a highlight show of what's coming. But the way they did it, it's like you are all of a sudden you're sucked into the middle of like the movie almost, um, because it all happens all the way around you and in front of you in the center. And, and it's just really cool. It is. Yep. Very I'm pretty cool. sure it was something that they presented at D23 and then moved to Disney World. Probably. I would think yeah. so. I would think so. Yeah, I bet. And it is amazing to see, like, I just, I was practically making myself dizzy spinning yeah. around the entire thing, just trying <laughs> to see everything. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, Sophie. <laughs> Well, yep. another one of the neighborhoods is World Celebration, which is the one I'm really, you know, y'all know I'm a Marvel fanatic. Mm -hmm. So I've been waiting for the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. I'm holding my breath. I just Don't can't wait for that breath. ride. Have you guys seen that depiction of how the car goes around? Like, it's completely, almost like it's standing alone in air, like it's barely on a track it's gonna be so awesome i haven't seen mm. that but don't oh hold your gosh. breath because i don't want you passing out okay well you know yeah. how practical world people either hated it or loved it because you know you spin around while you're going down and up and there. well it's gonna be like that Ooh. but i loved primeval world so i did too you know when when sophie was a little girl she wanted to ride primeval world so badly but it was 48 inch height yeah, and I and was only like 47. I know it took them like it took her like three years before we were finally able to ride it. Yeah. And she loved it, of course. And, so and she loves Goofy's Flight School, too. So mm -hmm. but um, but anyway, yeah, that was 
that so that's going to be that kind of roller coaster. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! I cannot okay. wait for that thing. Oh See, my I gosh! Heard, you I mean, I know what the cars look like and how they show how they go. I know they were. I know they're working on it and everything like that, but I haven't really seen any any more information. So this is going to be really new for me, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully it opens this year. I don't know when it's supposed to open. Well, I'm I'm yeah. sure it'll open sometime during the 18 month celebration, but I don't know when. And you know, Tron was supposed to open for October 1st, and it's going to be pushed back. But I'm hoping it's going to open sometime in the 18 months too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. And then the other neighborhood is the World Nature: The Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. Yeah. Have you yeah. Seen, Have you seen this? I've seen just sketches. I've just seen sketches, sketches predominantly. Um, and there's a little bit about it in um, in the thing at the Odyssey. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's not an attraction like you sit in a car and and do all that. It's more of a walkthrough sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and that's going to make it really cool because it's going to be kind of interactive and a learning thing as much as just something you get in and ride. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're bringing Moana in. They brought her into the Pol- the new Polynesian uh, resort rooms that were shown today. Are yeah. they have a lot of Moana inspired? Yeah, uh, things in there, and they look really cool. They do mm-hmm. look really cool. And I already have clients asking about booking. Yeah, because they look really neat. <laughs> yeah, and you can already book it starting July first. So, yeah, they'll be. I know uh, my granddaughter Ivy is a Moana freak. She has always loved Moana. Lo- loves her, loves her. So I know yeah. she. So can't wait till that opens. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, as as we said, there's a lot of changes coming at Epcot, and of course, a lot of these changes are kind of been had monkey wrenches thrown in them because of the pandemic. And that's why Tron's not going to be ready. And that's why yeah. we don't know when some of these other things and no fireworks and, and on and on and on. Yeah. But um, but it's really kind of cool to see all that's going on. And like like Brenda said, you know, the growing pains of them doing the work is starting to bear fruit. Like you see with the main entrance and and what we're going to see as we keep going, you know, as time keeps passing. So. So hopefully it'll be kind of cool, and I, and I can't wait to see what it's going to be like. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so next up, I thought we could talk about what's coming on the Pike at the Magic Kingdom, and mm-hmm. you know, basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brenda and Sophie, but it feels to me like the only new thing that's happening at the Magic Kingdom really is the Tron roller coaster. Am I wrong? Or is there something else that I that I have overlooked? Well, to me, that is the big major change. But we've also heard that there are a few minor changes coming, mainly touch-ups and stuff to rides that right. already exist and whatnot. But really, I think the reason we don't see much with regards to the Magic Kingdom and changes coming is because you you can't really perfect something that's already as good as the Magic Kingdom is. Like, with Epcot, that's to be expected. Epcot is considered to be the experimental prototype city of tomorrow. It's based around change, 
So of course there are going to be things that change at Epcot, but Magic Kingdom is too classic and iconic to really add too much to it that isn't already there. Hmm. Yeah. And some of the rides are being redone. I mean, Splash Mountain's going to be redone, and they've been working That's on true. the t the people mover. That's and true. I'm wondering if they'll make any overlays, you know, inside Space Mountain or, you know, anything like that, mm -hmm. like they've done previously in Disneyland. But they haven't announced anything like that, so. Yeah. As far as the big ride coming, though, Tron is, I can't wait for that thing. That is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, you know, we learned that it won't be open at all in 2021. It won't be until 2022 yeah. that it'll be done. But it'll still um, be part of the 18-month celebration. Right. So, so it'll still be mm -hmm. part of the celebration. Um, and I presume because right now the Walt Disney World Railroad is closed because of the Tron work. So I presume right. that the railroad won't be open until Tron is open. Do you think that's a good guess, or do you think Probably. they might be able to open it at some point when they get to a certain point in the construction? Um, I don't know, but I wish it would be open for October 1st, because that's just such mm -hmm. a big part of the park. I mean, yeah. 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 So, fingers crossed, maybe. Maybe. You know, even if it doesn't, we can at least hope that it is. That's right. <laughs> and it always gives us something to look forward to, because we know eventually it'll be yeah. out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like Sophie said, you know, um, you know, and Brenda too, there's not a lot of changes. Um, there's some changes, obviously, you know, um, Splash Mountain, Jungle Cruise, um, mm -hmm. the TTA being fixed. And by the way, I just looked and uh, there's no availability on the TTA until at least May 4th, which is the last day I could see on the calendar. So, uh, I so I was hoping because it, it, before that it was said April third, and I was hoping maybe it'll be open on April, on Easter for the guests that are there. Yeah, you know, but now it doesn't look like it will be. <laughs> so, because that would be well, a cool Easter present, you know, yeah. to have the to have the TTA open on Easter Sunday for those that are there. That would be yeah. Really cool. Have to wait a little longer unless they're doing any soft openings. Yeah, and then um. Hall of Presidents being updated with President yeah. Biden. Um, obviously, Walt Disney World Railroad being closed right now. Um, but most of the changes, like we're seeing, we've seen a lot of small renovations like um, Mad Tea Party, um, Peter yep. Pan, um, Swiss Family Treehouse. You know, those sort of small world has had to wall up and, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, um, and Tom Sawyer Island and the Liberty Bell and mm -hmm. all that. And and those, you know, were smaller refurbs to right. kind of update and freshen. Right, Soph? Yeah, but at the same time, they definitely can't be overlooked either. No, no, you don't like, want to overlook them for sure. Especially with Peter Pan's line queue. Like... For the longest time, I won't lie, Daddy, I hated Peter Pan just because the line was so long and I didn't think it was worth it. Yeah. But now with the updated line queue, it helps. It helps make yeah. the line seem shorter than it really is. 
and I'm thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Peter Pan's one of those I have to ride every trip. I mean, it's just I've always ridden it every trip. I mean, it, you know, you just have those. <laughs> yep, you got those rides. You do. You you just can't shake those. I mean, they're classic, mm -hmm. so that's going to be very yeah. helpful. They're going to have a lot you know. of beautiful cosmetic things changing, though, at Magic Kingdom mm -hmm. with the castle and yeah. everything. That'll be yeah, the most the paint, ornate part, for sure. And so forth, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when we were talking in January, Brenda, the idea that we were, that I had, and Sophie had her own ideas, but one of the things that, you know, when we were there for the 40th, and that's my picture, is celebrating 40 magical nice. years. Um, mm -hmm. The idea that we had then was let's try and ride every original attraction. And to me, that's still the goal is to ride all the originals, you know? Yeah. Um, because that's part of that's part of why you fell in love with the Magic Kingdom to begin with. Yes. You know? So so that's on my radar. And Sophie, one of the things that she wanted to compare was to compare the 50th of Walt Disney World with the 60th of Disneyland mm -hmm. and see how they compared and contrasted. So, yeah. Yeah. And it seems to me like they're going to be rather similar. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I think is really interesting, you know, the Walt Disney World's 50th coincides with the Magic Kingdom, of course, because it was the first park. Mm -hmm. But really, this anniversary isn't about the magic kingdom turning 50 it's about the whole resort turning 50 mm -hmm. so yes. it's it's not just a there's something going on over here at the magic kingdom because it's 50 it's about everything happening throughout the entire resort and that right. you know that's really i think the way the focus should be because of how much there is you know it's not just one park for yeah. Sure. So. So anyway, um. So, but you know, like we said, the the changes of the Magic Kingdom are are not as, nearly as much, in my opinion, anyway, as Epcot, but um, but they're no less important. So. Oh, for sure. Agreed. Very Agreed. important. Yeah, and you know. That takes us to the rest of Walt Disney World. So mm -hmm. we've got Hollywood Studios and we have Animal Kingdom. Um, and really, it's those. It's, uh, go ahead, Soph. Oh, sorry. I was going to say it's it's really hard to imagine them changing at all because we've heard so little of them with regards to the 50th anniversary. Like, right. There's not much happening there. No, mostly just decorations. You know what's going to be on the I iconic buildings, yep. and that's pretty much it. Is how they're going to adorn Tower of Terror and the Tree yep. of Life, and that's going to be beautiful. But um, I don't know what else they're it. planning to do. Yeah, right. And and I think part of that is because, especially in the case of Hollywood Studios, it just finished such a huge. Yes. renovation with Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land and mm -hmm. and all those that you know what else can you add 
Yes. <laughs> you know, in Animal Kingdom, um, you've still got Pandora. How long has Pandora been open now, Brenda? Do you remember? Seven years? Six years? Less than that? I thought it was like five. Maybe five years, maybe. Yeah. I'm not positive. It hasn't been yeah. that long, but that yeah. was a so, big, I mean, those big, huge, you know, it's just now Epcot's turn. So they're not yeah. going to do anything else over there right now, I don't think. Right. And, and and I don't think there's really anything else they really need to do, you know? Um, obviously, Sophie and I talked about this on one of our previous podcasts when we, you know, what we would, what we, our attraction refresh. And my whole thing was, Shut down Dinoland and redo it for um, for up Carl, Carl, yeah, Carl and Russell and Ellie. Carl and Russell's Great Adventure or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and make those rides that were Dinoland USA retheme them into things that have to do with up and um, well aside you know, from dinosaur Disney yeah well but I think even dinosaur but. Sophie disagrees on that one, but um, you know Disney still hasn't called me to get my my suggestions on you know what should I do this or should I do that, (laughs) and I don't know what they're waiting for. (laughs) You know they've been busy. (laughs) I think they're waiting for Sophie, and instead of calling me. Or what they'll do is they'll call me and I'll answer the phone and they'll be like, "Is Sophie there?" <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, personally, I have to say that even though it would fit with the theming to retheme Dinosaur, like the rest of Dinoland USA, into Carl and Russell's Big Adventure, I cannot see them changing Dinosaur just because so many people love it. Even if I don't. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But anyway, I, I went off on a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> oh, um, no. It was a good tangent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's, you know, other than Dino Land needs some love, there's not a whole lot that Animal Kingdom needs. And so, and there's definitely not a lot that they're going to put changes in to have them finished for October 1st because what are we at? We're at less than seven months now. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, there's not a whole lot of change that's going to be happening there yeah, because they're pretty those, complete yeah. parks. So. They may bring in a parade or a cavalcade that's themed to the 50th or something like that. That'd be good, but. I can't see him doing much other than that, but I don't know. You never know what kind of surprises Disney's going to come out with. Yeah. Yep. Now, uh, I was surprised, and I think Sophie's a little surprised, too, because we learned earlier that Miss Brenda here has a vision (laughs) she wants to share with us. You're surprised that I have a vision? I'm not surprised that you have a vision. I'm surprised you wrote it in here <laughs> that you that you hinted at it. <laughs> I started daydreaming about, you know, we're planners, right? I mean, we yeah. plan, we plan. I plan everything. I mean, my life, my budget, everybody's trips. You know, I mean, we're planners. So I sat down. I was daydreaming about if I was the one planning October 1st at Magic Kingdom. Uh-huh. And I had some ideas 
but I'm thinking I'm going to be just like you and Disney's not going to call me. Yeah, I'm going to share these ideas with y'all as weird as they might be. And. You can see what you think. I think Disney should think of these things, think some of these things, maybe expand on them a little bit because, you know, I'm not the be all to know all and end all, but see what you think. Okay. Okay. Some of this stuff we know is going to happen because it's happened before with like the 40th, but they're definitely going to have banners and gold bunting adorning the castle with the 50th anniversary crest in the center. We know that already. And they need to have Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Goofy, Donald and Pluto and all the pals, as well as the Disney prince and princesses, the couples out there on the railroad. So when everybody shows up, they're all out there greeting everyone and, mm -hmm. and being there for everyone to see as soon as they arrive. And then there needs to be a special 50th anniversary button or pin that they give out as soon as you enter the park and special park maps commemorating the 50th anniversary. So what do you think so far? You think that'll probably happen so far? I think so. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Then there needs to be a huge parade of cast members because we all know the most important thing is the people yeah. mm -hmm. and the characters, including Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Donald and Pluto and their pals. There needs to be a big parade of all them uh, going up to the castle. The Dapper Dans need to be playing on the castle stage. Yes. The castle show needs to be introduced by the current ambassadors. Are y'all with me so far? Don't you think this sounds good? Yeah. It does. Yeah. The only right. thing I have concerns about is how are they going to handle the parade crowds? I don't know. But they have to work on that. I'm just giving them ideas. They'll just okay. have to work out the logistics. Mm -hmm. And then behind the castle or through the castle, these two guests will come out, Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. And they will be on the stage telling the story of how Walt's dream was brought to life by the love of his brother, Roy. Mm -hmm. And after Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke tell the story, then Richard Sherman needs to come out and perform some Disney music from the movies. And Julie can help with this. Yeah. And I know she'd be willing. Yep. And then after that, Kurt Russell needs to come out and describe what it was like from a child's perspective to work with Walt Disney during that time. And then additional intimate opportunities need to be somehow done with like where guests can go into like these intimate gatherings with Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke, Kurt Russell. I think Kurt Russell will be a repeat. He's done something like this before, actually. Hmm. Mickey Mouse needs to announce the 50th. And then there needs to be fireworks, of course, and all the confetti. And that needs to happen in the daytime and in the nighttime. Cinderella Castle is supposed to be illuminated with a dazzling glow that sparkles with pixie dust. I can't wait to see that. Oh, That's already wow. something we know because they said that. They announced that already. And then there has to be beautifully iridescent cupcakes, of course. Oh, yeah. Yes. There's I remember the cupcakes at Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. I love the cupcakes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. so good. They're so good. <laughs> they're so good. Disney definitely knows how to do cupcakes. That's for sure. Yes, mm -hmm. they do. <laughs> then there's going to be iridescent 50th merchandise like Mickey ears, mini ears, clothing, bags, backpacks, hats, pins, popcorn buckets, plushes. 
all the stuff, all the things. Yes. Yeah. The new ride Tron will come out sometime within the 18 month celebration. And I think I haven't worked all this out, but remember how in the original Willy Wonka, I didn't see that. I have to say, I didn't see the second Willy Wonka or Charlie the fact with Johnny Depp. I saw the original one, of course, with Gene Wilder. And since it's the golden anniversary, I think they need to have golden tickets in something. And when someone finds one, you know how they had the year of the dreams and all that? When someone finds a golden ticket, it enables them to do something. And Disney needs to come up with this. I have the golden ticket idea. They need to think of what, (laughs) how they would do it, where they would hide them, what they would entail. It's going to, it's going to be, it's going to have to be a cast member awarding them with something, some special thing, first of the line, you know, something like that, but they need to think of that. And then I think that because there hasn't been anything announced for the 18 month, you know, it's like once October 1st hits and they do all Mm -hmm. this pomp and circumstance, then what? Well, I think they need to do some kind of like, um, uh, like special Disney legend, like night with a Disney legend or something like that, where they could have them like different Disney legends at the different parks come and uh-huh. talk about things. And maybe even like the, the candlelight processional dining experience where you dine and then you go to say you go to the Americas and a Disney legends presenting on something. I think they should do those with various Disney legends throughout that 18-month span at the different parks somehow. Mm-hmm. I think that, that would be, be good. good. I so think that would be Disney's cool. Disney's going to call me. Call me anytime. <laughs> Try to help you figure out how we're going to do these golden tickets. I think that would be really fun. If, and they... if, you, if you don't want to call, you can email her. She's That's Brenda right. at PixieVacations.com. That's right. Email or call me anytime. <laughs> but if they don't take an oppor- if they do that and they don't take an opportunity to incorporate that sword in the stone in Anvil, then I'm going to be disappointed. Oh. <laughs> I've been wait I've been waiting for that sword in the stone and anvil thing to be used again for a long time. Well, it could be coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. It could be coming. So that, my friends, is Brenda's vision. That's right. I think she did a great job. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I had to put some of my favorites in there, you know. Yeah. You are a visionary. Oh, Brenda. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I so. To know what comments the the listeners are going to have for what they think they'd like to see exactly. for the celebration, because you never know if Disney's got people paying attention to what you know mm-hmm. what's being posted, and I don't know. I know people out there have great ideas. I'd love to read them, so I can't wait I till the show too. airs, and then they can post what they think should happen. Yeah. Yep. Well, they made a petition about retheming Splash Mountain. Let's make a petition to get Miss Brenda's vision of oh, reality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that wraps up our feature topic for this week. Mm-hmm. And that takes us to this day in Disney history for March 8th. Sophie? Yes. 
Take and it away. I have, I have a very special one since we were talking about music a lot today. Mm-hmm. I have the birthday of a very special Emmy award-winning composer, Bruce Broughton, whose music can be heard throughout the Disney theme parks. And he was born in Los Angeles, California. He has composed in almost every medium from theatrical motion pictures and television to computer games and styles ranging from large symphonic settings to contemporary electronic sources. Broughton has also conducted and supervised the recording of Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue in Fantasia 2000. And some of his credits include O Canada, Spaceship Earth, all of them in Epcot, Cine Magnifique in Disneyland Paris, One Man's Dream in Hollywood Studios, Golden Dreams, Seasons of the Vine, It's Tough to Be a Bug in California Adventure, Ellen's Energy Adventure in Hollywood Studios, The Timekeeper in Magic Kingdom, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience in Epcot, From Time to Time in Disneyland Paris and Tokyo Disneyland, The Making of Me in Epcot, and his music can also be heard in The Rescuers Down Under, Bambi 2, Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco, and many others. And he was originally chosen to score the John Hughes Christmas movie Home Alone, but had to pass on it because he was busy with Disney's The Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's a lot of. Mm-hmm. A lot. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of influence on Disney. That's for sure. Yep. And, and happy birthday to him. Yay. Yep. Happy birthday. And what year was he born? 1945. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, that takes us to our game. You ready, Sophie? Yep, but I'll still let you guess first. Remember, we're doing it as a game. Mm -hmm. I have a character from Disney Animation. And I have three clues. This character found a baby. He is friends with a bear. And I said he. I'm not 100% certain on that. So this character is friends with a bear. And this character is calm in dangerous situations. Hmm. And does that give any clue at all? I'm thinking. Brenda, do you have any clue? Any idea? Somebody in Mowgli. Bagheera. That's right. Oh, very good. That's right. Bagheera. Was that, did you get that because Brenda said something with Mowgli? Yep. It had to be something with Mowgli, but I didn't know who it was. 
<laughs> yep, yeah. it's Bagheera. Now, I, 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 Bagheera is um, a male character in the Jungle, the Jungle Book, right? Yes. But in the Russian version of the film, Bagheera is female. That's why I said he, and then I was like, wait a minute. And then I couldn't remember, you know, kind of had a brain lapse there for a moment. But the um, and the reason that Bagheera is female is because the Russian word for panther is a feminine word. And in Hindi, Bagheera means black tiger. And although it is Bagheera's job. To protect Mowgli from Shere Khan, the panther and the tiger never actually cross paths. Which I think is interesting, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, that is out of my Disney Who's Who character book, page 208. Very good, Sophie. (laughs) Thank you for the the extra hint. (laughs) Because at first I was thinking... That it was someone from like Brother Bear, but I was like, I don't remember there ever being a baby involved in Brother Bear. Yeah. Very so, good. Very good. Good job, guys. Jeez. You know, mm-hmm. a little tag team, you should high five each other. Hey. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that's I my Disney Who's Who character. And I like the way we're doing the game. It makes me rethink how I'm going to handle it. Cause I start looking and reading the, the description of the character and kind of getting an idea. Okay. Let's look for some clues that wouldn't make it so dang simple. <laughs> and I'm looking at Sophie the whole time watching those wheels turning. <laughs> yep. All you right. certainly have made it more challenging for me. Yeah, that's good. I like that. You're still doing great. Well, See? Brenda, that takes us to you and our Walt Disney quote. And our wonderful Walt Disney quote. Well, from the big man himself. Yep, and and this is a, a quote from Walt Disney. I don't know if you've heard, I don't know if you've used, but it says, Our heritage and ideals, our code and standards, the things we live by and teach our children are preserved or diminished by how freely we exchange ideas and feelings. I like that. I and wish no, we were talking not more. <laughs> talking more and judging less. <laughs> Thank exactly. you. <laughs> exactly. You know, and that's what it comes down to. You know, it's all about realizing that my way isn't the best way. You know, and I got to have that respect. Yep. Yep. So. Love your neighbor enough to talk about things. Mm-hmm. To talk it out. Exactly. All right. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Um, our topic next week, we are taking a look at different rides at Disney. And we are coming up with our top 10 lists. So it's top 10 rides at Disney and we're looking at all the different Disney parks so you know what I've never been to Disneyland Paris Brenda have you I've not have you been to Tokyo Disney I have not have you been to Hong Kong Disney Shanghai Disney 
Okay. No, I've not. Okay. <laughs> well, well, we haven't either, so we, we're not likely to see any of our top ten rides coming from those parks. Probably not. <laughs> but, but Maybe it's not, Disney. But still. So if you have a favorite ride at Disneyland, then mm-hmm. feel free to include it. It doesn't doesn't mean just Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, or Animal Kingdom. Yep, Disneyland and California Adventure. Uh huh. Are also in that mix. So Sophie, awesome. keep that in mind too. So everyone, yep. we hope that you have enjoyed our show today, and thank you for joining us. And we will see, see you, you on, on the, road. the road. See you on the road. <laughs> <laughs> See you on the road. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs)